This is episode 292 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we're going to talk about, quote, overeating, binging, and truly any form of compulsive eating behavior and how it's linked to diet culture. Yes, restrictions cause compulsive eating, but that's not where the solution reside. So if you've been struggling with overcoming compulsive eating behavior and giving yourself permission to eat isn't working, this one is for you. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and creator of the Going Beyond the Food Method. And after a 25-year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and undiet my life. It is now my mission to help women undiet their life. If you're new to our podcast, be sure to grab our free podcast roadmap at stephaniedoze.com forward slash roadmap. Ready, sisters? Let's do this. Hello, sisters. Welcome back. I have been wanting to do the sequel to episode 220, where I talked about the cycles of overeating and restricting dived a little bit into the science around binge eating, but it's not a requirement to have listened to this episode to find support and learning into this episode here. And I was prompted to do and record this episode from a coaching session that I did a few weeks back in On Diet Your Life, our course, our program, with someone who was struggling with compulsive eating behavior, but she kept telling me she's never been on a diet for years. Like she's never voluntarily restrict food. Yet she was binging what she described, self-described as binging and compulsive eating, but she's never been on a diet. So she couldn't understand. And she was a new student in our program. So she came to us from having attempted other intuitive eating program and she was coming to us out of desperation, like, and nothing else is working. And this is what I want to share with you. It's kind of the background information that allowed us to coach her in finding the solution for her to her compulsive eating behavior. What we think is the solution in most cases isn't the solution because we don't comprehend the issue of what I will call compulsive eating behavior as a whole. We only see the surface of the problematic. We're actually not seeing the root of it, where it's coming from, where it's stemming from. So this is what I want to teach you today. Now, before we get started, I want to make something clear as I'm teaching you this concept, the umbrella term is compulsive eating behavior. And underneath that, there's a wide variety of terms that are being used to describe compulsive eating behavior. I mentioned earlier binge eating or binging. There's also the term, quote, overeating, unquote. And I want to kind of take a moment to really explain to all of you where this term come from. I don't enjoy using this term. I don't support using this term. However, this is where most women begin their journey 
in undieting their life. They self-describe their eating pattern as, quote, overeating. And I want you to know that this term is not a science-based term. It's not a term that we use in the field of intuitive eating. It's a term that was created by the dieting industry. So let's all take a minute to step back and dismantle this word. We have two kind of section to this word. Over eating, right? So let's all take a moment to think about overeating what? Overeating how much? Like, in order for us to describe an eating behavior as over, there has to be a predetermined amount of food. We're overeating a predetermined amount of food. The only way to externally predetermine an amount of food is through dieting, food restriction, right, of any form. So when we use the term overeating, we tell our brain that there is this external pre-amount of food that we should be eating and we cannot control ourselves to eat what something or someone else is telling us we should be eating. So by using the term overeating, we are reinforcing the fact that we don't know how much we should be eating and that this external source knows better than us. Overeating is a term created, branded, used by the diet industry to reinforce that you are the problem and that their plan knows exactly how much you should be eating. And if you can't control yourself to eat this amount, you are deemed an overeater. However, this is where most women come to this world associating to their eating behavior because that's what the dieting industry has been telling them. You're overeater. You can't control to eat the amount of food we're telling you to eat. So I'm going to use this term and I use it even on our marketing because that connects to people. But know that very quickly, if you become a client of ours or if you come into my world, this term is not a term that we'll continue to use because it reinforces that something is wrong with you. Okay, now I'm going to get off my high horse. <laughs> I'm going to continue with my teaching here. So, compulsive eating behavior are made up of all these behavior that women believe that they need to control, right? And that nothing else has worked. So, they're coming to the non-diet approach or you're coming to the non-diet approach saying, if only I could stop, fill the blank. If only I could stop, quote, overeating, end of quote. So, if this is you know that this is what this podcast is going to be about. So let's talk about, we kind of explain overeating. I'm going to explain the word binge eating. Binge eating is actually a defined word in the medical world to define an eating pattern that has actually been defined as a disorder, right? So binge eating is eating past fullness, and eating in a way that creates physical discomfort. So binge eating happens when we deny or threat to deny 
our natural biological instinct around food. So when we impose a restriction, either physically or mentally, the body respond by eating past fullness and therefore creating discomfort in what is known as a binge eating pattern. And let me be clear here, binge eating, aka compulsive eating behavior, happen because of restrictions. There's nothing wrong in you that causes those compulsive eating behavior. It's because you are placing a restriction in the intake of food, quantity, types of food, and that trigger a response, a survival response from your body that compulsively make you eat what is being restricted. And that is not just Stephanie saying this. This is research in the field of binge eating. And research has determined a causal relationship between restriction of food and compulsive eating behavior. And again, I want to keep reinforcing this. Restriction, no matter what the reasons, the brain, the survival mechanism of our brain, of the human, does not differentiate if it's a, quote, valuable reason to restrict or not. So that you restrict for weight loss, for desire to be healthy, any form of restriction, mental, physical, restriction will cause compulsive eating behavior response. Now, to different degree, right? Compulsive eating happens on a spectrum. It could be every day. It could be once a month. It could be eating just a little bit past fullness. It could be extreme behavior. It's a spectrum of behavior. Bottom line is this. Binging, compulsive eating, overeating, all of those words, all of those behavior is a act of rebellion. If you've attended our masterclass that we do every so often called the Rebellious Eating Solution, you know that. If you haven't, make sure that you stay tuned. We put on this workshop every so often and we deep dive into rebellious eating behavior. And basically, at a very high level, binging, overeating, compulsive eating are all acts of rebellion. There is an act of rebellion in order for you to survive as a human, right? So your body is rebelling against the restriction, and the act of rebellion is compulsive eating. Now, this is where most people understand compulsive eating. That's the level of the understanding. And most professional, unfortunately, and to most women, and this is where it stops. So the solution to compulsive eating behavior is to lift the restriction and learn to create a new relationship to food. It's actually what the traditional framework around intuitive eating offers as a solution, right? Lift the restriction, make peace with food, create a new relationship to food. It works until it doesn't. And I'm going to illustrate that with 
my own story around what I self-describe as binge eating behavior. As some of you know, I changed my practice about eight to nine years ago when I first encounter health at every size and then intuitive eating. And as good scientists, which is the framework I was trained into, I dived into science, read the science, and it made sense that I would binge because I've restricted most of my life. So I looked at the food. I was my quote binge food. I was consuming and all the food in my diets that I deem as quote bad were the food that I was binging on. I wasn't binging on meats or vegetables or fruits. I was binging on carbs because I was in the pattern of restricting carbs on sugar and on chips. <laughs> chips was uh, the food. I've done many podcasts on that, but that was some of my binge food. And I couldn't keep these food in my house because, in fact, it wasn't even just in my house. They wouldn't even make it to my house. I would binge on them on the drive back from the grocery store. Like, how many of you can connect to that, right? For me, it was chips. If I would buy a bag of chips at the store, it wouldn't even be any left by the time I got home because I would binge on the chip on the way back from the grocery store. And I know a lot of women hear me on this because every time I share that in my group program, I'm getting a lot of hell. Yeah, that's me too. So that's where I was. So I gave myself permission to eat them as I was being trained in the intuitive eating process. And just as expected, I ate a lot of this food because I released the restriction and I overate them, but it never stopped. And I couldn't personally tolerate compulsively eating these food for weeks on end because I was creating a lot of guilt, a lot of worry, and then anxiety in me. And I could not comprehend why. I thought I was doing a good thing, right? I was like releasing the restriction, giving myself permission. And I kept trying and it didn't work. I restricted the food. I gave myself permission. That's the whole pendulum we teach in intuitive eating, right? So we restrict, we give ourselves permission, we eat. And then within a few weeks of giving myself permission, again, the cycle of guilt and shame and worry, and then finally anxiety would kick in and I would be completely paralyzed with anxiety. But I knew after a few rounds of this, we're talking months here, I knew something was missing. I knew logically that making peace with food was the right solution, but there was something else underneath all of this that was stopping me from doing this. And when I got really honest with myself, I conditionally accepted the notion of making peace with food as long as I didn't gain too much weight. I would allow myself to loosen the control around the food as long as I didn't feel that I was gaining weight. And as soon as I was feeling that I was gaining weight, that's when the guilt and the worry and then the anxiety would kick in because, and this is the key to this whole podcast here, I still had a belief in me 
that thinner was better. What I also now call body fantasy. I have an entire podcast episode about that. You should go and listen. But I had a belief system in me that thinner was better. And that if I can only control my weight and be in a quote normal body, my life would be better. And I was in that pursuit for 25 years, even as I started to onboard intuitive eating. And that's the main belief of thy culture, right? Thy culture is a belief system that we as women are indoctrinated to, socialized to at a very young age, and it plays moral superiority to thinner body. And then this is key here. Food restriction is a tool in order to maintain or lose weight in order to be smaller and be superior or feel worthy. Diet culture uses food restriction as a tool in order to control the body. That's a solution to lose weight and match the belief system that diet culture has indoctrinated us into. Diet culture taught me to place focus on external elements in my life in order to reach happiness, worthiness, fitting in. So it's not a surprise that when I started to engage in intuitive eating and making peace with food, I saw the solution as an external solution to me. Let's go to the food, right? Let's release the restriction around food. Let's bring the food in the house. Let's experience eating with my hungerfulness and satisfaction cue. And that's it. Because I was trained, socialized, and doctrinated my whole life that the solution to everything that wasn't right in my life was external to me. So no surprise I took this path when it came to food behavior. But what I was rubbing myself against, what was creating that guilt, that anxiety, that worry, was the internal part of me, like the psychological, the mindset, the thought I was operating under that led me to create that duality. Well, yeah, you can release the food rule but to a point because if you gain weight, that's terrible and your life's going to crumble, right? Whatever story you tell yourself, right? So I had this constant set of duality. And that was creating a shitload of mental restriction. Yeah, the physical restriction was lifted externally, but internally in my mind, the mental restriction were exhausting me, right? And creating me to get in and get out of intuitive eating, in and out, in and out, because I hadn't challenged the belief system that created this whole mess to begin with. It's one thing to remove the restriction, but if we don't address why we restrict in the first place, 
We're not going to go anywhere. We restrict because we believe that we must control our body or we must control our health. So if you're restricting from a health reason, you're restricting because you believe there's good and bad food and eating good food will make you more healthy and healthy is more valuable, right? That's called healthism. What causes your desire to restrict is where the solution sits. That it is an obsession with health, an obsession with a smaller body or body dissatisfaction or social pressure to be thinner, right? Or your lack of self-esteem, right? You know you're not confident. You know you don't have self-esteem. And you believe, based on what you were thought, that if you had a smaller body, magically confidence would, like, fill you, and then you would do everything you want in your life. There's different personal reasons why we restrict, but that's where the work is. Finding your reason why you restrict. Getting to know you, to understand your thoughts, your belief system that led you to use restriction in your life and therefore cause the compulsive eating behavior. That's where the solution is. The solution is A, understand yourself better, understand the reason why you restrict, and then change the beliefs that causes you to restrict, right? That it is thinner is better. You need to change this belief. You need to change the way you think about body size. You need to change the way you think about what it is to be a woman, right? If you value health in a way that causes you to have to restrict, you need to redefine the place of health in your life. If you value beauty and you believe that beauty is achieved with a certain type of body or a certain form of skin, beauty, right? That's what you need to change. That's what we call dismantling our belief system. And I have to say that for most women, the belief system that we've onboarded, because our belief system, here's the thing, we are not born with our belief system. Like when you were an infant, your brain wasn't developed enough to have a belief system. You learn your beliefs through your environment, through your parents, the people who raise you, the school system, in our case as modern human, the media that we're exposed to, the group of friends we have, that's how we develop our belief system. We develop a belief system. And in the case of body size, of beauty, being a woman in a patriarchal system, you've developed a belief system that causes you to restrict food and then binge and overeat and compulsively engage with food. That's what we need to address. What we need to address is our belief system, and we do that by using mindset work, thought work. Mindset work, which is also known as thought work, is what will end all form of compulsive eating, including binge eating, quote, overeating. 
because it will change the trigger. The reason why we restrict food, which cause the compulsive eating behavior, the problem is not the food. The problem is not you. The problem is diet culture, the system of belief that plays moral superiority to thinner body in offering us food restriction as the solution to be, quote, valuable and worthy in today's society. That's what we need to dismantle internally in order to change the external eating behavior. Diet culture not only places value on thinner body, but it places value for women in their ability to control themselves, in our purity around food, in our ability to restrain ourselves. We can't forget that diet culture is rooted in white supremacy, right? Which is part the purpose as to why we told women to have thinner body, to differentiate white women from black women and place a superiority to white women by their ability to achieve smaller body by restriction of food. Like this shit goes deep, people. And it's important that you understand that. And this is what the narrative that's not being taught to you, that's not being explained. And then we're not giving you the tool to change these beliefs. That's why our program starts with mindset work and thought work, because that's what we need to address if we truly want to create freedom for the rest of your life. And also a note, that is why the last three podcast episodes have been about women sharing their story. Because often when I put out podcasts like today, where I go deep into the real reason why we struggle, I get this pushback from women that says, oh, that's not me. If I can only control food, life would be good. Just help me with that. I don't want the rest of it. Well, I don't do that. That's not what I do. I do causal work. I help women truly identifying the cause and changing that because not doing that will cause you to not achieve the goal that you want, which is to be truly free and do the things that matter in your life. It starts at that depth of a level, which is our belief system, our thoughts, and how we think about ourselves. Our program, for example, start with the mindset work which is known as self-coaching. That's the technique we teach. And then it has two tracks after that. Like, I don't care if you use the mindset work to work on food or work on body image. It's irrelevant because I know if I help you and teach you the framework to change your thoughts and your belief system, no matter what you put in front of you, that it is food, that it is body image, you will be able to change it. Because you are addressing the root cause in your thoughts and into your beliefs. So we're coming to the end of the podcast. So we're going to kind of wrap this up by summing what I just taught you for the last 30 minutes here. In order to overcome compulsive eating behavior, that they are, quote, overeating, unquote, binge eating, food addiction, any compulsive eating behavior. Only lifting the restriction around food, we're only going to take us so far. 
what we truly need to do in order to overcome this compulsive behavior is look at our thoughts and belief system around food, around health, and around body and transform at that level, change our beliefs, change our thoughts, change our mindset around what it is to be a woman in modern society and have a body. That's truly where the solution resides, because once we can do that and lift all these beliefs and just accept that we are innately worthy, irregarding of what our beauty is, of what our body size is, that will allow us to easily release the restriction around food and easily reconnect with our hunger, fullness, and satisfaction cue, which will transform our relationship to food permanently. So I hope this information will help you find the right solution for you. I would love to hear from you your thoughts as you end this podcast episode and what you're going to do with this. And a reminder, I love all of you, my dear listener, and I'll see you on the next episode. Beyond ready to shed diet culture from your life and become the expert at your own body? Awesome. Then you need to join on Diet Your Life program. Go to stephaniedozier.com forward slash join and join us now. On Diet Your Life is the first program of its kind with the unique combination of mindset, life coaching with intuitive eating and body image. Find your freedom, reclaim your power, and take control of your time so you can refocus on what really matter to you. Join Undiet Your Life at stephaniedoze.com forward slash join, and I'll see you on the other side.